0: thanks for coming out. it looks like the other Harry Potter books. Oh, yeah. Our a first yellow. Spine.
1: That's called a three-piece case. It's called what? It's called a three-piece case.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's when you have different colored paper on either side of a paper spine, and we do it to make it look classic and fancy.
2: And it yes, works. It works wonderfully. I feel classically <laughs> fancy right well, now. the first thing I do is classic take off fancy, the, yeah. the cover so I keep it nice, and right. then I'll just hold on to the actual book. So when I read this, I do this when it's on my shelf with a dust impossible. jacket
0: because it's protecting it from dust. Mm. And this makes me look like more scholarly. <laughs> so,
3: so everybody here's read it presumably.
2: Let's introduce ourselves yep. real quick in case so oh, anybody yeah. hasn't seen any of this other stuff before. Real quick. Frankie Franco, aka Frack Pottercast. Yep. John Noe, uh, Pottercast. Andrew
4: Sims, Hypable MungoCast. Zach Louie, The Strike Files, Game Bones.
5: Melissa uh Pottercast. Strike Files Geeky Con Leaky Con Broadway Con, Con of Thrones uh, There's something else Leaky Cauldron
2: I don't cauldron. know obituary It's just Harry name. <laughs> <laughs> Harry no Potter sleep.
1: A baby Yay. No That's sleep. me Yay.
2: Okay.
1: Cheryl Klein I'm an editor at Scholastic
2: <laughs> Eric Skull
6: MuggleNet MuggleCast Game cool. of Thrones Come on now Game of Thrones Con of, of Thrones Yes Con of Thrones Babies and children Babies Everywhere
5: Ron Hermione
6: So did everybody stay up late? Or
3: how late I should ask 7.30? 4? Nice. Wow.
2: nice. I so, haven't slept yet. You Either. haven't finished Anything it. can happen. Make noise. Haven't finished the whole book. How many of you have at least gotten through part one? Anybody not got through part one? Okay, because we yeah, are person's reading stuff? while You're comfortable with a with little spoilers <laughs> or no? Yo, I think
5: spoilers. Are yeah, you guys
2: ready Yeah, We're going ready all spoiler? in. Yeah. We're, we're going to talk about it. we all the
3: way. There's things we need to talk about here. We got so much. Yes. Well, let's start, I guess, with overall impressions then, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty. So, so, I know, Melissa, you really loved it.
5: I loved it. I want to hug it all the time. I loved it because Scorpius is the oh, best ever. Oh, my gosh. He's like, He's like... Oh, I know what he is. I know what he is. He's a cinnamon roll too good for this world. That is Scorpius Malfoy in the Tumblr speak of the age. He's like Eliza Hamilton. He's too pure for this world.
4: He's very pure. Oh, oh.
5: He's the. Be- How did he come from Draco?
0: Because his mom was awesome. Astoria
5: must have been yeah. the
0: best. I wonder what house his story was in. Hufflepuff. No, she's a Slytherin. Oh, that'd be lovely. The
5: Greengrass family is like. Oh, Draco. That's right. Yeah. Okay.
2: As we're doing this, guys, we are going to take some of your questions later on. If you have any to start thinking about, you can uh, begin tweeting them at GeekyCon. And uh, we'll look for them here uh, later on in the show. So just to give you a heads up.
5: Why don't you identify them with the hashtag GeekyConCC? this way we can take it away from that's easy. what else other people are doing
2: yeah. yeah yeah yeah, for sure awesome
3: I I liked it I saw the play in preview performances last month and I absolutely loved it I was a little worried about reading it but I'm actually enjoying reading it a lot um I think because knowing what we're getting into I'm sure everybody was experiencing that like if you went into the spoiler free I don't think anybody saw any of this coming <laughs>
4: No, (laughs) no. 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 I I read it for the first time completely spoiler free in a room full of people last night and we were reading sort of page by page with each other and we would react as things went on and it was one of the most magical reading experiences of my life Mm -hmm. and I maybe like some of you was very taken aback very surprised about what I was reading because it was Harry Potter in a way that we've never read it before Mm -hmm. presented in a way that we've never read it before and it was like really startling and about halfway through the, per- through the first page, I realized I'm reading a new Harry Potter story. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. yeah. There's new lines coming from our characters right now. It was, right. it was nuts.
2: It almost didn't hit me until I cracked the book open right. and mm-hmm. looked at it.
4: I think that
3: that was the thing, the, the feeling I experienced as well, like seeing the names back on the page again, because like we've seen them on Pottermore, but it's like not the same because you're looking at a screen. With this, just seeing all the characters printed again it's so... Is it the same font too, Cheryl? I think it is.
1: Garamond. Mm-hmm. Garamond, uh, that's it. Yeah. I believe yeah. it's Garamond.
3: Are the stars I mean, in there? In the stars yes. aren't
0: in there. No stars. This, the two stars the on each page. page got me like, oh my gosh. No.
5: This, oh, look at that.
2: But yeah, Text was I, I set stayed, in
5: monotype Baskerville.
2: I stayed relatively spoiler-free, so I didn't even know where it was even going to pick up. And I enjoyed that it picked up from their first year for Albus Severus, and they kind of touched on a little bit of years one and two.
5: So the, the act of reading a new Harry Potter story with your friends is always special in and of itself. But we were just going to read it, and then Frax is a, a, a slower reader. Yeah. So we were going to. We decided to, for his benefit, read it out loud together. And the second we started that, it's like this is amazing mm-hmm. because we had all the reactions together. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like we're in a theater, but like, for instance, when Hermione was revealed as the minister of magic, we screamed for a minute straight. Uh, oh my just,
2: gosh. Oh, That was oh, so cool. My- yes,
6: yeah she is. I
2: just Clap freaking out.
5: And that is so special. Harry Potter has always been a shared experience, but an intimate and isolated shared experience that you then go talk about. Yeah. We've never sat in the moment and had the revelations together and that was like one of the most special experiences of my yeah. life
6: absolutely i'll completely agree this was the correct setting to get yeah, the next definitely story, story in harry potter for the yeah. same reason we were all like
4: wrapped up in the release party and all of the books and the excitement but when it came time to like sit down and open these books I, like like you said john like i don't i wasn't i'm still not i haven't slept yet you know this, yeah. has, been a cra- <laughs> yeah. this has been a whirlwind adventure how many if, of
2: you have been up all night a few of you a yeah. few hours yeah i yeah. slept
4: two hours we didn't like we didn't well, write notes and then prepare and then let's talk about it. Now we've been talking about this with each other all day, almost nonstop. Yeah, as I'm sure most of you have.
3: So what um what what's the first thing we want to talk about?
6: let's talk about broad story strokes so something for me you mentioned Zach uh, digging in and being at first taken aback I I was actually concerned so I I had read a bunch of spoilers after the first preview uh, previews started uh, on the West End and I I was surprised about the story's reliance on previous stories Uh, for instance the heavy use of year four of Harry's year four in the later parts of this plot um, and the initial and how through the use of Polyjuice Potion and Time turners and things that we were already very familiar with, we were taken on a journey that reintroduced us to characters, again, that we already knew. Um, so, for instance, there's Voldemort again, and Umbridge, and all sorts of other characters. And, and so in general, what was shocking to me, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm undecided on the play in general because I'm still reading it, um, but what was surprising to me and what I'm still trying to kind of get over is going into it, what my expectation had been when we first heard about this play, um, I was wondering if there wouldn't, is it possible to have a Harry Potter story without Voldemort in it? <laughs> no I
5: think that's Harry's big story there could be another character with another arc but Harry's big story in his life besides the the, the story that we all go through in our own journeys through you know mm. children or whatever is Voldemort and I think that's I was really kind of gratified that it wasn't like, okay, there's a new big bad in, ty- in town. It's season two of Harry Potter. Like, yeah, it was yeah, uh, I'm yeah. really and,
1: and I, I hadn't seen it until you said that, but, you know, all of the first seven books are so much about the interaction with the past. You know, what is the past? We have to uncover the history of the Marauders. You have to uncover the the Horcruxes, all of these things. Uh And that's very much what this is, too. It's Albus discovering his father's past. That's interesting. And the choices that he made then and having to react to them in the moment now. And Voldemort
0: affected Harry's childhood tremendously. And it's interesting that it's echoing into even Harry's children's. Like, it's affecting his children's life just as much because of who Harry Potter is.
3: And And Well, and I agree with you, but we also have to remember why this exists. It doesn't exist because J.K. Rowling didn't come up with this idea originally. John Tiffany and Jack Thorne did to entertain harry potter fans not necessarily to advance the story so it's a self-contained story a lot changes and a lot of it is really shocking but by then a lot of it gets fixed i was a little disappointed in that i was hoping for more big news out of this i mean there was of course some things like voldemort and Bellatrix. um <laughs> hey <we knew>. uh, <laughs> a little bit <laughs> oh, um, but yeah this exists to you go to the theater you you have a night with harry potter mm-hmm. two nights and and then and 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 that's it. And 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 his greatest
6: hits. It's it's Harry's greatest hits, essentially, relived. Yes. It's a bubble A lot of characters we
2: love got a nice little curtain call. No Luna. No no Luna, no Neville. Not all of them. Well, Neville got mentioned. But many of them. But it's like,
5: it it keeps the Harry Potter... Now, do you remember when she kept saying over and over and over again, it's not a sequel, it's not a sequel, it's not a sequel, it's not a prequel, it's not a sequel. Right. So it has to be concurrent. If it's not a sequel and it's not a prequel, it's got to be concurrent. She banging on that. Here's one of the things I love, because I keep saying I love it because of Scorpius. And yes, Scorpius is the new fandom, He's Everybody's Babe. But, I mean, come on, bread. What's wrong with bread? Oh, God, I can't. <laughs> I Brett can't. Boy. What's wrong with bread? I love Breadhead. him so much. I okay. That. Um, that. Is that Harry was such a hero for so long, extraordinary things, extraordinary person, and we see him really screwing things up badly. That fight he had with Albus was horrible and heartbreaking, but then you see him as a human work to come around and fix it. You see him saying things to Dumbledore that we all wish we could, he should have screamed at him. Like, you were never a good father to me. Like, you know, mm-hmm, and he didn't yeah, know him yeah. to be a good father to him. But it, I liked that humanity. And I think that was one of the things
1: that really distinguished this book for me, is that, you know, the first seven books are really about Harry not having a family, not being an orphan, not having parents, not yeah. having anyone to direct him and looking for father figure. Parent, parental figures all over the place, and this is really a book entirely about parents and children. Like it, um, it's about the evolution of his relationship with Albus over the course of these years, and the, and the way re- Albus reacts to him and his fame because of who he is, and the way he doesn't know how to be a parent, and he has to try to figure that out as he goes along. And I think that's what it really has to say to the next generation. You, you know, it's it's really re- reflecting on Harry's background I noticed that Jack Thorne had his dedication to his son and so and and of course JK Rowling had three two children I think in the course of writing the seven books so I mean I think
5: there's a lot in here to speak to parents it's such a nice parent story yeah yeah yeah
0: And it's nice to get a story From both perspectives Like Before it was only From the children's perspective And so like You're just seeing it Through the eyes Of 11 year olds 12 year olds But now to see Like the same thing Happening
2: parallel mm-hmm. With 11 year olds Like 14 year olds And 40 year olds That was really entertaining I Just those perspectives But uh, We have Finally A whole lot Of narrative From people Who would ordinarily Not be considered The protagonists Or even The good guys Right Like how much more Do we know about Draco and his family and, oh and all of that. And, and people who were fighting for the, the death theaters previously that now you know life had to continue you know it's so interesting to see draco defend the idea that there's not the death eaters don't talk about it we're tired of it we're trying to move on we're trying to get past it like you're trying to work us back into society don't stir this up again don't talk about the dark mark like it's really really interesting that this book covers all of these different uh perspectives yeah and just the maturity of Draco too like the fact that he could have
0: gone back to see his sickly wife again but he knew he shouldn't like that's that's maturity that's like that's that's good
5: Also like these Eleven-year-olds meet on a train, and first of all, how how Alpha Robo Hermione is, ro- is Rose. Yeah. Got a plan. Got to preview all the compartments, and then we're gonna pick who the person's gonna be. I mean, my God, it's like Mini Hermione, but like way more aggressive. Which yeah. I didn't think was possible. And then, um, you know, and then these eleven to fourteen-year-old boys are so lovely and expressive to each other about the way they feel about their friendship, which I know is going to inspire. Reams of fanfic. I can just feel it being written as we're sitting here. It's just gonna happen. And that that's totally fair. I think it's completely fair. But how often do you see a male friendship depicted in such in such non guarded non bro like ways? It's yeah. kinda nice.
4: It's about time, honestly.
5: Yeah. Yeah. It's like
0: real intimacy. Like they just really love each other. They're true yeah. friends.
5: Even Harry and Ron. It's like they get all awkward talking about girls, and they uh, these guys like cry and hug. And uh, do we yeah, hug? They're just they're yeah, such they different hug.
0: characters in Ron and her, uh, Ron and uh, Harry. Anyway, like these are some sensitive kids. These are like the people who read, like Harry Potter. Like if I was younger reading this, I would have related so much to both those characters. They're just they're not the jocks. They're not the popular
3: no. kids. Like it was. That's no cool.
5: Rose is the jock. It's amazing. yeah, Rose is <laughs> awesome. Rose is the jock. Rose. there will be.
3: oh, sorry. no okay. there will be as Melissa was saying, I, I think there was a major opportunity for somebody of these three to put Albus and Scorpius together uh, by the end of it. And that's a fair
5: interpretation
2: it seemed as though it was written for them to have been interested in each other that way. And I've been kind of going back and forth on this because on one hand, it does seem like it's almost hitting you over the head Mm -hmm. like it's going that way. And then they kind of pull back and it's like, are they being kind of, you know, just afraid to make that the central relationship in a new Harry Potter book? Or is it simply more innocently the fact that we're dealing with 13-year-olds, right? And, you know... If they're still learning about themselves and their, you know, roles in society and who they are as, as people, it's not entirely unheard of or uncommon, I would think, for you know, someone in Scorpius' position to be infatuated with some girl, um, and you know, let him get through that point in his life. He's 13. He's going to have this friendship with Albus, presumably, you know, going forward. Who's to say they don't end up together when they're a little older? But you know, far be it from. A 13-year-old crush on Rose Weasley to just completely turn off that as being a possibility. And I like the notion
0: of having an intimate friendship without a romantic element in it. Like, like it's nice when you see like a TV show when yeah. a guy and a girl are just really good friends and they're not courting each other. Yeah. So regardless of it, it's nice just to see an intimacy yeah. that's not romantic. There
5: needs to be more intimate, sensitive male relationships in media just... Yeah. In general, exactly, not afraid to express their feelings at each other. And you look at Scorpius, who who dealt with a very frail mother. And Cheryl and I were talking about this before. how probably taught him pretty early how to care and have a lot of compassion. Mm-hmm. And then you have Albus, who feels the weight of the world. He's got a James as a bro,
2: total bro. I feel James like is they a bro, bro is a on jock. James at almost every opportunity. I which was it. Hysterical. I thought it was yeah. funny because it's you know. When Harry James was like, is like James Fred is not like me at all. James has had everything go right in his life. James is literally like the James Actually, of, you yeah. know, his dad They doomed James. him so when, he when they named him. It skips him. a generation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It skips a generation. Yeah. And that douche gene skips a generation. Basically. <laughs> well,
2: the
1: Severus gets all the angst. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's emo. He's so emo in the beginning.
4: Oh, dad. Like, it's yeah. so. He burns the paper. He, just he does. Like, he so burns You it. do it.
5: And say, no. Don't you do it. <laughs> Don't you dare. I loved hearing Harry say, don't you dare, like a dad. Like it's just so <laughs> normal,
4: normal. I just Warmerton. remember when we got to see Harry's office where he works. And he's a slug. Yeah, he's a was so amazing.
5: Slug. First of all, you, Hermione, Alohomora, really? You're the minister for <laughs> magic.
2: Is totally I, in the situation
5: intense. room. Don't they have eye scans? She's the minister. For magic
2: She leaves her entire office The whole ministry open To anybody who knows How to do the polyjuice potion Has McGonagall early on say Oh yeah over the summer By the way Some ingredients went missing yeah, boom Just slang the skin, ones that are used flies. You, rem- you may the remember The thing that it. you figured out In your second year yes. So, so ding, that ding, doesn't ding, raise Any red flags does it yeah, Nobody yes. Nope okay That's totally fine Continue I, yeah. I know that the ministry Is totally locked down For polyjuice So don't yeah, worry about
5: it new, <laughs> new order for Boomslang skin Just get that Yeah I Come on,
2: guys. And, like, that was our question. I asked these guys earlier. I'm like, should we spend any time nitpicking, you know, that kind of thing today? Because surely some of that stuff is in there to move this plot along. And not everybody is, are, are going to be crazy podcasters and yeah. podcast yeah. listeners and are going to care, you know. Yeah, and it's some like,
0: of it, it's just for familiarity to kind of get people invested. It is kind in of real, funny. Like,
2: yeah, it's yeah. Just like, oh, I remember those things. Like, like oh, a little more, of course, you know, like that's that's the answer you know like that'll that'll be what Del, delphini uses to keep them in the church the whole time and not part of the battle just a yeah. spell that can be you know blocked by or opened by but a again more. it, it works like, for hermione
0: in the ministry of Ma- uh Magic, remember? It's
2: it's just
3: for entertainment purposes to please the fans. I mean, sure, you sure. said you said there there's some fan service uh, right at the beginning. I think so Harry much. says if you're a little bit nervous, go 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 for a run. If you're a little bit nervous, yeah, best to get do through. it in a bit of a run. It's mm-hmm. the exact it's the exact, line. exact same line from
5: the movie. I screamed it when they had yeah. in the movie, which is like,
3: oh, that's cool. But then it's also like, okay, why does it have to be copied and pasted?
5: There's a couple of those that are yeah. the exact same line. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: One I one of my favorite scenes in this is uh, the trolley lady because yes! that, that world that, that what in awake. the world it, was that can somebody it,
5: it, there's something that that scene is reminding me of and I think the collective thought machine can do it just put it in your head there's something else where somebody's trying to leave something and a magical what yes
0: polar express yeah.
5: And then somebody had someone. Somebody Did had. Did Tom one.
0: Hanks get real scary in that or something? It is
5: pretty scary, I The Polar Express.
6: He was scary throughout the whole film. Sorry,
5: I didn't mean to interrupt. I just needed to. Oh, that's
4: okay. It was that, that motion
6: capture that. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't quite where it needed to be. I feel like more more
4: so than the other scenes, it just like vividly painted a terrifying picture in my head. When it said that she was on the roof of the train, anything that was like it was like immediately yeah. turned into a different story. For and, like, yeah. and
3: one of the reasons I loved it so much is that it's just this thing that you that I think J.K. Rowling has had in her head for years and just has never had the opportunity to tell us about it. And then so finally it gets introduced in this fantastic way and it just clicks It makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, She turns like into that.
0: Freddy Cougar. It's amazing.
6: <laughs> it turned into Freddy Cougar. Well, they, say, they say that sweets are bad for you, but this is like a new level oh, of that. Pumpkin pasties <laughs> as hand grenades. Yeah. You
2: know? <laughs> They're all watching their and wings. And she's old. <laughs> like it Ron's kind of really like old. Got- Isn't there a scene in Terminator 2 where like Maybe the bad guy who can turn into metal, like makes his fingers turn yes. into these knives? I think I may have
5: been thinking of that. Too. Yeah, like yeah. that's
2: what I yeah. kind of saw. It. Uh, how the hell would they do that on stage? By to the me, way? it was Freddy Cougar meets, meets the hobgoblin. The, 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 train the train lady, her yeah. fingers turning so, into spikes. What's that? So about?
3: I don't know how, but they, they do come out of her, her, and they get really, really long. And the sequence, it goes by kind of quick in the book, but it, it plays out for a while because the kids are really struggling to get away from her, and there's like a lot of wind because the train is. Moving, they're kind of on like a kind of like a, a balance beam, I guess it's called. You know, they're not on top of an actual train, but what? They're on a balance God. beam and it's it's turning on the stage, and there's a ton of wind, and the trolley got her cart up on top of the train somehow. Amazing. It was really what I love. it. What's she gonna it. do with the blades? You're gonna cut the kids?
5: Like I don't have know.
2: Magic. This yeah, is a magic that, story. That's
5: a weird thing to me. You're like, trying to keep them from getting off the train. How? So it was, was brandish
2: blades. Like what is that all about? I think it was fear. Like, we demonstrated that they could be easily taken down by one like quick spell to bind them into ropes or whatever and take their wands like you don't need to I like the take idea that your true. fingers into blades it's like terrifying it keeps them there I mean there is a possibility that though. she
0: looks different to every student trying to escape and whoa. so oh, she's a, whoa. like That's, she has a kind of like a bog art so trauma on her and so Love she's that. just she's spooky to whoever it's spooky for those kids. I, I mean know. good
4: on Hogwarts for having that kind of person working on their train. Yeah. Like
1: she's like the air. Your kids Marshall are safe. How have, is she living like this long? Is there a sorcerer's stone
4: that she's using? It. Is she as
0: a
3: hogrocks? What's going on? How old is she? One ninety, to say? Okay. Yeah, she
1: got the job from it's
3: Adeline absurd. Gamble back
5: in 1890, Adeline, I think
1: is what yeah. it
6: says. Oh, that's more yeah, cool. than Dumbledore. Trailers.
5: Yeah, those are some moldy old candies. Um, anything She's made of the nine million or something Speaking like that. of
2: Bogarts, <laughs> I kind of love the idea that if Harry were to look at one now, it would turn into a pigeon.
5: <laughs> yeah, know. That's hilarious. Harry's afraid of Especially pigeons.
2: Especially these oh. past few weeks, because I didn't want to get my phone out and try to, you know, Catch capture it. it. And yeah. A pigeon? Does anyone know it why
4: it's a pigeon, though?
2: Because
5: they're nasty, dirty, gross things.
4: Yeah. That's Flying all. rats. That's fair. Flying I love rabbit. pigeons. <laughs> Aw. Sorry.
0: That, don't Can hate. I just point out that... No one laughed at my joke.
5: Albus, or not Albus, Scorpius refers to himself as a geek several times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, J.K. Rowling. I agree. I agree. He's a total geek. Where what does, does this come from? Like,
2: oh, a quiz. Oh, a quiz. <laughs> I love yeah. Because so Draco was never particularly interested in school. He made he fun of the people that were.
5: No, he. He, he may secretly he was been smart. a good
2: student, but he would always make fun of Hermione for being enthusiastic in he class. Was an
5: okay no, it's he because was a fine
2: his student. dad would hold over his head
0: that Hermione would outperform him in school. Right, exactly. Okay. And so I think a lot of that he was
1: expected
5: was, to be excellent.
0: Yeah.
1: I was fascinated by the detail that people. It was rumored that he was the son of Voldemort. Yeah, which is one of the first things you learn about him, and that that he's been kept isolated because of it. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's like how he grew up so nicely. You know, he 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 wasn't exposed to. And oh, in the hey. pl-
3: I mean that ends up being inconsequential, but it read to me as a way to get everybody prepared for the big revelation that was coming at the end. Yeah,
4: they had to do it quickly. I
3: just because thought
5: it- So, do you think that there were just rumors in Death Eater Central or whatever of this child, and that that's how the rumors kind of carried? And then suddenly there was Scorpius, and they could find a way to like connect the dots, and it was like, well, maybe he's Voldemort's.
2: Yeah, I just thought it was really interesting that that was a storyline really early on. And after all all of these characters have been through, particularly Hermione and people close to her, about the idea of what it was to be a mudblood and how they fought this whole war against people that felt that there were purebloods and, and mudbloods and what your birth situation was dictating the rest of your life. And here now we have like this little scandal about, oh, maybe... There's the son or daughter of Voldemort somewhere. And Harry, even, of all people, is not altogether interested in putting this out. I mean, Draco like pleading with him to release a statement. And he seemed to have a diplomatic answer as to why he wouldn't want to even acknowledge that that could be a thing. And it seemed very Cornelius Fudgey of him to not want to acknowledge it and it's like Harry what are you doing here man you're the same guy that thought snape was awful your whole life and that you judge people by appearances you play the same game even that some of the death eaters are in your own way of judging the book by its cover you should have learned this lesson by now and the fact that he didn't get on top of this sooner you know that prevented them from looking up anything more into it like he already thought well maybe the kid could be, but, you know, I don't, but I'm do going to leave it alone until- because it doesn't seem like it's a big deal. But if they had just got on top of it, maybe they'd have discovered Delphine and all of this stuff sooner. But he didn't entertain that idea until after he spoke Bane.
0: It was Bane's prophecy but and observation—the push that he oh, needed the into that. Oh, stupid
5: just prophecies confirmed that mean the nothing. I'm sorry. Like no, but that like that's their role. It's they're supposed to be like foggy, right? Their prophecies are supposed to be interpretable in many it's, ways. I
2: think it's kind of Joe's way of sort of making fun of astrology. Yeah. It's like you can think of what uh, you can look at the stars and whatever you are thinking already could be true, could end up being true, and yeah, it was around him.
5: And like just like well, a prophecy, sure. it depends on what you. You know, like Voldemort thought that he was doing XYZ, but he was really damning himself. Like yeah. it—it really depends on what you do and the choices you make. You know,
2: is the so Delphi the Dark Cloud, or is depression and loneliness the it was, Dark Cloud? No, Delphi. Yeah, it,
5: it, it was. It was what?
2: Delphi. Would it be Delphi, Delphi the yeah. literal dark cloud? Yeah, but no, cloud? it was
5: also the cloud of of the because onus that Harry put on him and didn't know how to deal with. Yeah, because that's didn't, true. you know... know they were
2: really was. driving that point home. Draco was driving that point home, being like, you, you need to remember what it was like to be in that cupboard. One you need to the, remember to be isolated. I yep. envied you and your friends. You had two great friends. I had crab and Goyle. You guys
5: shown, you know? he said. Like,
2: shown. Yeah, I had t- envied you. Ginny so, well, even says, I envied you. He's actually so warm
5: when he said, you guys shown. I was like, whoa. Yeah. That's, a, that's an interesting choice really of words. get a them. dark
2: cloud yeah. versus shown. Yeah, the friendship and so it was like versus dark loneliness. Language versus light. Albus's isolation, Albus's feeling like the other from James, Albus feeling like you know, he does not understood all of this. That's way more of a risk to him in the long run than Delphine or whoever. I can't even say her name well. Delphi enough Diggory. Delphi, Del- Delphi Diggory. Or, yeah, you know, like you have to have a physical threat, fine. But I feel like the more powerful threat in the whole story is the idea of not acknowledging people in the way that they need to be acknowledged and loved in the way that yeah, they absolutely. need to be loved and absolutely. not just the way that you know how to love. Well,
5: The, the yeah. thing that Ginny says to Harry is so perfect. He goes, I'd do anything for him. And Ginny's like, yeah, you'd do anything for anyone. You were pretty happy to go die yeah. for the world. <laughs> exactly. He needs to be loved specifically. Right. And yeah. it doesn't matter if you do, you have to show it. And, and I was like, yes, Ginny, thank
1: and you. And Draco...
2: The, saying, oh, Go ahead, Charlotte. I was going to say
5: that great scene with
1: Draco where he says um, that we were the dads that we needed. We weren't the dads that our sons needed. Mm-hmm. Like, just, mm-hmm. That's oh, great. such a great yeah. thing. Because
2: yeah. yeah. How is Harry expected to know any better? Because he even admits in the end, he's like, I didn't really have a father figure to no. model this off well, of. Well, okay? he had Dumbledore, I, bad idea. Yeah, so yeah. he had, Right. he, he said and he serious, didn't have the it to model or ever. even, you know, to, what What not to do. So, you know, he said so, early on, James I understand, Lily I understand, Albus I don't understand, I don't know how to be his him, dad. Because he's
5: so he doesn't know how to parent himself because he was never parented. Exactly. Um, so we have, uh, we're taking questions on, I, I accidentally tweeted Geeky CC, I meant GeekyCon CC, I'll check both. From now on, just do geeky CC. It's the easiest. Um, best character development. And I wanted to mention it right now because we're talking about Draco, and mm-hmm. I I feel that it's Draco up and down and left and right. What do you guys think?
2: Development? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Draco. This is from already developed up to the point of this book but even further yeah Yeah, because we see a
0: lot of his growth because when we first see him in the beginning it's before his wife has passed and so that we get to Mm -hmm. see him through that and then come through that and like and he really does grow
2: yeah and i really want to know exactly as to what extent his participation was in the whole hell version the alternate universe where you know things are terrible but you know, people respect Scorpius. This is Scorpion, Scorpion King. They respect Draco. Scorpion. He seemed to have maybe Harry's job in that timeline of he head did. of law enforcement. But when Scorpius tried to attack him, almost like Snape has been attacked before, of feeling like, you're doing all these things, I know it, and you're doing all these things. And Draco's not denying it necessarily. Well, he denied the muggle attack specifically. But it almost had me feel like Draco was in the resistance in that timeline.
5: No, but he wasn't. In, in his way. Yeah, in his way. Like the same way that Lucius was, right? Because Lucius became very withdrawn and mm-hmm. very like did whatever yeah. he had to do, wasn't actively going out. But that's those are the Malfoys, right? Yeah, they're,
2: they're they, preservationists They've they out existed out the this battle. long because they look out for themselves. Yeah.
5: Our lovely friend Andrew says, how did Albus get the blanket without Lily noticing? We don't see it, it's off screen. But does it yeah. show is it shown in the play how they get the blanket from Harry? How do they get it off
2: Harry?
3: <laughs> they can see, I'm trying to remember. Charm. It just moves so fast. How, how uh, they, they did
2: seem to write it quickly.
3: It transfers it transfers they see they can see it through something.
2: <laughs> I need to read this book. I need to or they it. Well, well, yeah, they, I they had an emphasis on it being hard to read, so maybe it they was were trying to, to do it really fast, and they maybe. just snuck in old. there real quick. Wait,
3: are you asking how they wrote on the on the blanket? No, how did how they, they get, they get it? the blanket? Because
5: was wrapped around Harry. So that's a pretty tricky bit of. Because
3: then it wasn't on Harry; it was laying on like a bed or something. Uh, and then they see part of it, and they start unfolding it. No, no, that's no, where no, they no. find
0: it in the how present, in the, in the past. past oh.
3: How did we don't Elvis see it? It's not on screen. It's
5: not on stage. They don't just. They don't oh, tell okay. you.
3: Okay, I don't think they know. Yeah, you just yeah. see them with it. Just yeah, doing
6: it. yeah.
5: Poor. <laughs> trick For to narrative get a, blanket off a
1: baby, with a H- baby Harry
6: blanket. somewhere is very cold. Yeah, right. <laughs> poor, poor <baby. laughs> it's late October, and he's like, "I wish but I had a blanket."
5: Sort of like J.K. right? Like it's like there's this blanket, and it's the key to the whole thing. They just toss it on this blanket. It's got its own moment, and they're gonna figure out a way that this is the only moment in which a message could appear. It's It's right. that kind of thing. is like very her. Um, yeah.
3: And this we is why I was concerned about it, how it looked on a script book, because there's so much time travel going on that I was wondering how it would read. And did everybody feel like it, it made sense as you were reading?
0: The stage directions were really clear. It was very okay. consistent with like yeah. spinning, stopping, moving back.
5: Yeah. They said it every time. And the time travel was manageable. You're not running around with doubles of themselves. Right. They go back to a time in which their people don't exist. Especially
0: so we- the first couple times when, that, with the, the weaker time turner, how it would only let them be there for a minute and then would snap them back. Yeah. And that kind of really helped streamline it and help us digest it a little bit and just kind of get reacquainted and acclimated to this storytelling device. Yeah.
4: I wish, wish we would have had more time with time travel with those very firm rules because we could have seen even more. And like, yeah. it would have. They have to speed through so much stuff because it's a play, you know. But I love the yeah. fact
1: that they actually did time travel just because I always feel whenever you. I, I love sequels that
5: explore unanswered questions from earlier.
4: Mm. Mm. Speaking of
5: unanswered questions, it's the missing 24 hours. This whole play is the freaking missing 24 hours that we spent 10 years trying to figure out. I interrupt you, but I'm excited. No, 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 go for it. I'm
3: done. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I thought the um, polyjuice potion stuff was really good, um, especially when Albus was kissing Hermione
0: <laughs> multiple times. It's funny that Hermione tastes like fish, because remember in the books how it kind of tastes like the person that... It's like, Ron that oh. tastes
5: like fish, because he keeps eating fish sandwiches.
0: But Oh,
3: Ron, that's He changed
5: right. into Ron, and it tastes like fish.
3: That's right. That's and Ron. that's what that was. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Um, but on stage it 's really cool, too, because when they transform it, it they do switch actors um, they're, both of the people, so like in this case Albus Ron, are both under a cloak, and when they transform their, their head it was it was hard to figure out what was actually happening, but their head kind of like falls back and then in comes the other head <laughs> and then they walk around. It was extremely impressive.
5: What do we think about the lack of house representation, Sophia asks. That who has? Lack of house, house representation. representation. Very
1: few Ravenclaws and
5: Hufflepuffs, basically. We just have a Gryffindor and a Slytherin, and
1: are not really did in Hogwarts. I think a lot
0: of good to kind of, like, give us some really solid, awesome Slytherins. Yeah. It yeah. kind of undid a lot of the damage of, like, Slytherins are bad guys in the first series. Yeah.
3: Yeah. because Yeah. But, but I think there was some hope that Hufflepuff would finally get some good recognition, because as we know, J.K. Rowling has also taken a lot of commentary on Twitter from people who are like you know Hufflepuffs suck and then J.K. Rowling will be like no they don't suck they're people too
6: but like (laughs) back that up back that up with a good Hufflepuff story that's why I'm looking forward to Fantastic Beasts because we know Newt Scamander so it's like let him be the example the new example after Cedric Diggory Mm. uh, of like a good Hufflepuff we can get behind
5: so we're just waiting for a good Ravenclaw story Luna we need a movie around Luna (gasps) a book around Luna um Sorry,
6: God. No, I was oh. just
0: gasping.
5: There's an interesting question. Where did Delphi's prophecy come from? From Emily asks.
0: Um, a seer. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I guess it's not in the script, so... yeah.
0: I liked her prophecy. Her prophecy was interesting. And it, sp- it, did, it spoke to... It folded into um, Bane's a little bit, too, with yeah. the whole, like... The dark cloud versus the child who's not seen and Harry realizing he's not right. seeing who his son is. And so
6: how many prophecies are in this play now? Well, there's we a riddle two. that
2: we read a lot. There's a lot of riddles. The riddle Let's... that we tried to solve in Hermione's yeah. office. I just
4: let them solve it for me. I just kept
2: reading. Did any of you guys <laughs> stop and try <laughs> to solve the riddle before you kept reading? <laughs> no, no, no. You just wanted to go we it? We tried. Yeah. The, the, thing is, the egg one is what confused us. It seemed the like it was eggs. a double meaning, too, for like, you know how Joe likes to do that thing where she... Has the obvious yeah. interpretation, and then the one that actually predicts the whole plot of the thing, because mm. it seemed like it was talking about the wizard tasks too. When it was talking about the first, the second, the third, you know, I don't mm. know. We couldn't figure out an exact way to make it match. But
5: at one point, John just went back and started doing the puzzle again for like five minutes. I was like, because awesome. we were swapping off reading. John and I were swapping off reading, and I was like. Just stop it, go, just go read more, come on it's like 7 in the morning, let's go um,
2: I don't know if we mentioned it and I don't know if we'll ever do anything with it but when we were reading it out loud we recorded it yeah, once we, we have hit Hermione's Minister of Magic, like we got to record. We have this. like he five got or six hours of us oh, reading man. out loud and really reacting to everything for the first time.
5: Yeah, we got to cut all the reactions so out,
2: and we'll and have to cut out some of the swearing <laughs> and some of the other stuff. And I don't know, if we want to hear fault. five hours of the Pottercast anyway. But no, <laughs> we'll
5: there are some really wacky accents late into the morning. At one point, we all became Southern. I don't. It's
2: yeah, just Bane. There, yeah. well, oh, Bane hey? was yeah, Bane was pretty fun. I got got to be Scorpius. Uh, that was fun, too.
5: Do you think this will work as a
6: movie or
3: two?
2: Uh, no. They need to film the play.
3: That's what they have to do. That's what I, I want to I want to
6: see it. Because the other thing is, too, like not being able to see the play on stage, you want to see the magic that they've made do with the stagecraft. Exactly. They'll do that. I really, 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 really want to movie. see the stagecraft.
2: I, I think it's too I intimate of a story for
5: maybe a movie. I don't know. I think, think that,
2: that if you were involved in those movies, even a lot of the film cast, and you go to see that play, you're going to feel that pull that we're feeling right now of how much we love this story. and They're going to feel the pull back to Leaveston, and they're going to want to do this. And Warner Brothers are going to be like, we love money! So of they course. will want to
3: do it too. Who the hell would it? Of course Warner Brothers would want to do it. The question is, will J.K. Rowling sign off on the uh-huh. five They've already begged her
2: to adapt. Even, it. I'm,
5: I'm going to bet that it's up to the play producers. That's my bet. And not J.K.
2: Rowling. I'm going to bet it'll come down to how much of the main cast will agree. Mm. And even very recently, Dan... Did a complete 180 here. Even he he wouldn't he wouldn't film his universal ride crap. But now he's like, you know, maybe I would do Harry again. And it's right around the time this is coming out. So "Ah." we'll wait
1: wait until Dan is actually the proper age. Yeah, and
2: when they're the proper age and you start thinking about your glory days. You know, I, I wouldn't put it past them to be like, we'd do it if you guys want to do it. And, and the and play needs do it. Why not? some time to run. Yeah. Before and by then made. the play DVD will have been out for 10 years. And why not? I, awesome. I couldn't see them not doing it. They're doing Fantastic Beasts, you guys. That thing was this big. That's so true. <laughs> they're going really to do it so Throughout the Ages next. <laughs> and then they're going to have I, yeah. Beetle the Bard something. <gasps> and then, that should be like know. a
5: children's animated series. That could be fun. Sure, they but the point is they're not
2: going to let any Harry Potter canon go on no, Warner the Brothers. The second
5: an author becomes big enough, and tell me if I'm right on this, that movies start getting made, they just go through everything backlog and try and make like, movies out of the rest if they're successful.
1: If they're successful, I think yeah. is the key word. Yeah. I mean, so I mean certainly like Harry Potter is hanging in there, but right. yeah.
3: but that would go back on J.K. Rowling's relentless. Insistence that this was meant to be a play. Sure. Like this exists because it was meant to be on stage. So I don't think that that for the yeah, but you know what would happened? To they, happen. Happen. they wouldn't put Yes, it was, in a it was a meant movie.
5: to be a play, but so and so Joe Schmo's scriptwriter came along and he yeah. made a screenplay yeah. that is so beautiful and ter- <laughs> sure, adapts it yeah. properly. And I just thought, wow, that like that's you know right, like that's all just all gonna her, start. All yeah. of her
2: books were meant to be books until they were meant to be movies. You <laughs> know, yeah, she yeah. wasn't the screenwriter for all the movies. Now she's a screenwriter for Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. So you know, now it almost human. seems like she's favoring movies over books, which is crazy. But she could she have written the this. I
1: think a woman has put out five <laughs> novels in the last what? nine years. considered to be favoring. Well,
2: I mean, yeah. I always I wanted out. her to get involved. Remember when we used to bitch about Steve Kloves all the time, changing lines and being like, "Joe, come on." Like, yeah, she should have written, the written the other. She should have written the other one. Remember were- we interviewed Michael Goldenberg, and we we're like. The best What's going on writer? here? You know, like you—he sw- swapped in for like a year. You know, that would have been the time for her to be like, "Okay, these books are serious. I'll get involved if you all really want this." <laughs> and now the movies are done, and she's like, "Oh shoot!" She was I writing I books that. when that was, those yeah, were happening. And now, now she's not, and Lord knows in a decade what she'll want to do. And why wouldn't she want to do this? I want—I want to talk about some. We
5: see three. Alternate realities. Mm-hmm. Four, five, whatever. 82. In every one of them, she makes a, they make a point to show that Ron and Hermione love each other. Mm hmm. Every one of them. There certainly could have been one where Harry and Hermione were like, "Hey, remember those news stories a while ago? Let's prove them right." No.
2: Yeah. Hey, hey. I'm just glad that we didn't see one where like Hermione was dead because I could have. I was sure. Well I was sure when she was when gone. they had her mysteriously missing. You know, that made me nervous. When
5: Ron's clothing was all sober, I was like, "She's dead. She's dead."
2: Yeah. It actually reminded Sadder that she was like. A teacher who
0: clearly still loved Ron, but was totally separated from well, him. I was
1: going to say, actually, reminded me a little bit of "It's a Wonderful Life." We, there's we there's said all that as a really accent.
2: You
4: guys Dunder seen Reed that movie? Is a sad
1: librarian.
4: Oh lord! It's
5: a oh, no worse fate.
4: Yeah, <laughs> she made Snape look
2: tame. I mean, she
5: did! That was we a were talking about how, like, yeah, how like, they were probably the best of friends about <laughs> Hermione and yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, in the absence of their trio relationship, what filled in their lives? And it seemed like in that timeline where Hermione was... Kind of a dick. Um, <laughs> she didn't have the, the good hearted nature of Ron to mm-hmm. balance her out and, and Harry to kind of help give, you know, focus, or Harry didn't have Ron to help him yep. be a little bit less serious. And I loved how this really was a big. You know, portrait into the role of that trio mm-hmm. and how they all rounded each other out and you take out one Necessary. ingredient. It's like a tripod. It falls yeah, in one very direction true. or the other and it fell very differently when you removed Ron and when you removed Hermione.
5: And this is one of the reasons I get so angry every time I watch the movies and Hermione's characteristics and Ron's characteristics are completely Flipped around and right. scrambled It's and not the same It isn't
2: well, just too flawless in those movies It's annoying
5: Yeah we could talk about this for eight it's hours It's hard to
2: watch I almost was critical about Ron in this book Because it seemed like Ron are you ever going to grow up Are you ever going to stop being the goofball But I feel but, like that's not giving him enough credit no, Because maybe. they went through some serious stuff And a lot of people who go through really serious stuff Become real serious people and it takes a lot of strength Mm -hmm. and bravery to try to be the one to lighten your friends up and they even talk about that throughout the whole thing yeah and
0: they talk about how like he's the one like raising the kids like that's not an easy job his wife's the
2: minister of magic yeah right so like (laughs) he's not just like all the time yeah just he knows what
0: he's doing like he's being like a kick-ass dad Mm -hmm. supporting his wife who's working
2: serving the country like
1: I saw someone tweet today. I'm with her, Hermione.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
1: that's what we got here.
2: <laughs> I like that. Don't the Harry Potter lines have some great Hermione shirts? Hermione Granger. 2016. Really, love good I I it is. Good. Yeah. When you're in
5: doubt, go to the like library. That. There's another line about when you're in doubt, go to the library. Something very similar. That's Scorpius. Oh my God! When Ron goes blimey, there's two of them. Yeah. One, of my, <laughs> yes. one of my favorite lines.
2: Oh, Scorpius. Do you have there's any amazing.
5: other? Uh, We've got lots of stuff here.
2: If we're not talking about anything you'd like us to, you guys, you have a chance here. Tweet us at GeekyCon. Uh, GeekyCC. GeekyCC. Hashtag Hashtag GeekyCC. I'm
5: looking. I'm looking for tweeters. Where was Teddy? Asks Anna.
2: Oh. Seriously, Black. Yeah, it was disappointing to be missing some of the characters. Teddy. Dang, that's right. And I mean, the other Potter
3: children, uh, they, they appear very briefly, at, I guess at the beginning it is, but then...
2: Yeah, no this more... really is Albus and Scorpius. Right. Wasn't right. it interesting that they had Cedric kill Neville, yeah. which prevented Nagini being killed, which allowed Voldemort to survive the battle and win the day. Like, how important... Like, if anybody thought Neville's role was incidental there, that somebody would have just killed Nagini, that shoots that straight down. And like... after like, all of that, Neville, without him, it all would have fell apart. Cedric becoming a Death Eater, too. Yeah. Like, that's oh.
0: crazy. No, but I,
5: I see it. I see it.
0: I mean, it's well, it speaks to just, like, the folly and the dangers of what they were doing, because, like, they even talk about how their... H- Hufflepuff is the house they've seen the least... Dark wizards, And so the fact that he turns yeah. not only just like a death eater, but he's like a murderer. Like it's just like he well, humanizes death humiliated. theaters
5: too after that. that. Sensitivity is really yeah. interesting. And also it's just that up until that point, it's not that he's somebody who grew up with humiliation, who has defenses against humiliation. He's like riding high on the school. He's the jock. Everybody has a huge high opinion of him. He's kind. And then he's so humiliated and it turns on a dime. And you can see how somebody unequipped to deal with that mm-hmm. would...
2: Yeah, it's the same deal that they're talking about with Albus the warning about Albus the warning about even Tom Riddle grew up as an orphan he wasn't loved he wasn't getting any friends he wasn't cared about like that's the recipe if you're trying to make a death eater put all of these factors together and you're going to get a death eater and even somebody the golden boy Cedric Diggory was susceptible to becoming a death eater so almost every death eater that did become a death eater you sort of wonder what kind of messed up stuff did they have to deal with growing up and how random could it have been you know it's it's really interesting how it seems like a lot of the early books the bad guys were real almost not cartoony that's not, not very fair but very bad except for the couple that were snape and they were very kind of gray but they did, there was not a lot of effort to humanize a lot of the Death theaters. They're given real scary-looking masks, they're like very much the bad guy, the good guy, the common, you know, right and wrong. But this was a lot more interested in exploring just how thin that line is that would put you one way or the other. And that's a lot more realistic and a lot more interesting to explore with these characters.
3: One of my favorite parts was when Albus tells Cedric that his dad loves him. Like, that was a beautiful little moment of, like... Cedric's like, what? Yeah, Cedric's, Cedric um, okay. doesn't understand it. But I I just thought it was really great because that's what Amos wanted him to know and just, like, seeing that take place I thought was really special. So mm-hmm. and, so Cedric, Cedric did know. And
1: showing up was really interesting, too. Yeah. Period. You know, like, yeah. holding Harry accountable for these, the, these things that have happened that he's not... Entirely responsible for it. But he that. was
3: under the influence of Delphi at that point. Yeah. Right? Uh, you think it was imperious? Yeah. But he was confunded. He He was So, to like, these are real that. emotions
0: he's dealing because with. It's
5: weird after all these years. She just, like, nudged up.
0: him in the right way. That's why she found him to latch on to.
5: But this really did give us a nice mechanism for showing a little bit, giving some characters some closure, like when Snape is told in the regular timeline. That Albus is named after him, and what has happened, and he says, "Tell him I'm proud to sh- that he has my name." Like, wow. what a moment! Yeah. Oh. And then God. he gets a soul stuff out. So. Nope. Ooh. Okay.
0: Andrew, question: How did they make the uh, the old person's home look like on stage when they talk about all the chaotic magic? Was it being chaotic silly or no?
3: Magic. I don't remember a lot of. Ka- oh yeah, I guess there was. Like some it was like weird. tangoing and. Yeah. The stage
5: directions are like, they yeah. used to do magic for purpose, and now they're free to do magic for whatever okay. they want. Yeah. So the old folks home is just crazy.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think it went on for a couple of minutes, come to okay. think of it. And they were just kind of like moving through one another. and It
0: seems like one of those transition scenes, kind of like yeah. that montage of the time travel in the second act. Whatever. Yeah.
3: The transition scenes, there's a lot of cool stuff going on with people moving through the stage with big capes, or, or like this scene with all the different gags going on. Um, or bookcases and um, and suitcases.
5: Um, does anybody here watch The Man in the High Castle? Yes!
3: I haven't finished it.
5: How much like so? In The Man in the High Castle is about what if what if the Nazis won World War Two? That's like yeah. you know that from the first second, so it's not a big spoiler. Yeah. Um, and when they go to Bizarro World, where it's like the evil hellscape, it's just like it, where they do like the, what is it, like for Voldemort? And or Voldemort, Voldemort and Valor. And Valor yeah. or whatever it is. Heart to the wrists. Heart, though, ooh. it's But it's <laughs> very like how Hitler, guess, you know, though, and, like, and they um, say it to each other with that frequency, almost like if they don't, somebody's going to know.
0: It, I mean, it could be just like when they said his name, that's how we found people it could be reversed that if they don't do it it can
5: yeah because we talked about this they all called him the Dark Lord nobody called him Voldemort even his followers didn't really what call it him seemed Voldemort like
2: to me was that Voldemort had still died just not then yeah that's like our impression when they talked about to. the evil authority it was the augury it was the it augury was that's true the daughter and that was the reality it wasn't yeah. Yeah. Voldemort, Voldemort they are probably more comfortable with it at that's the time. my oh, no, impression
0: that he was dead as well but what killed him then? I he still think he, he died. I think Harry he and
5: him because the uh, the last piece of his soul had to be killed by the uh, by the, uh, the by the rebounding curse but he's so still would have been more. weakened. He would, yeah, he's very weak.
6: Who stepped up? Who killed him?
2: He could still fight a child in mm-hmm. bed. He could still father a child. What? What happened when <laughs> maybe father he just child. wasn't even capable of living that long after maybe. all the other horcruxes were gone
5: maybe natural death it's
2: one thing to separate yourself it's another just to live on a fraction of a soul
3: yeah well we haven't really talked about voldemort bellatrix yet oh that's right So, so like i said at the beginning you're kind of they're kind of preparing you for it by by spreading these rumors about scorpius being the son of voldemort yeah and then it gets to this and there's some i mean Delphi says she was born right before the Battle of Hogwarts, right? Well,
0: sometime so when she to. was in prior to, yeah, sometimes they were in the Malfoy Manor. So,
5: so isn't she like held in the Malfoy Manor for a long time? And I know there's like a reason for it in Book Seven. That's like she like. It was right after that attack.
0: Well, they got escaped. It. They were mad. They escaped.
5: But she wasn't pregnant when, like, the mudblood escaped happened. You know, when she carves mudblood into her mind. She may have been.
0: She could have well, just been a couple months.
6: Undetectable extension charm on the womb. You yeah, can't tell. Yeah, I guess tell. so. <laughs> she's she's nine months pregnant. You would never know.
2: You would never. Well, know. I guess
6: Voldemort would play with that magic around his child. I think she
2: was pregnant at the time that they would have Polyjuice their way into Gringotts. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't mm-hmm. it be unusual con- to see her out at that point? If maybe even the goblins knew she was pregnant, because they did seem very surprised to see her there. So they—they do—they were surprised. when they were talking about how like she was under house arrest and she shouldn't
0: have her wand. So it was surprising she had her wand. But like, who's to even say that they used a traditional gestation thing? Like, it's not beyond me that Voldemort could just do some magic and yeah. impregnated He did put some himself sorcery. in a body after yeah. all yeah. He, was so like, it,
2: we, he doesn't so seem like have the some type magical for physical way of physical we well, intimacy no, no
3: matter how it happened though I think J.K. Rowling should offer some more insight because this was obviously a gigantic revelation huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I also wonder like has J.K. Rowling had this in her head the whole time or did John Thorne Jack? That's a big question I have Jack on a lot of this <laughs> it, it seems like, yeah. more
0: like it was his than hers and it's I just acclimating to the I
5: think it's the bones of the story. And then they worked together to make sure all the characterizations were right. And the, you know, each line. Some of those lines were pretty classic. Like when Ron said, I bet your mother's hot. Or I bet their mother's hot. Or whatever. <laughs> it was almost American of him. I don't know.
2: I mean, the big ones I want to know about are how much of... Like, was there any other time traveling Joe had ever considered? Like, did Joe have some other idea of what that missing 24 hours was that is now... Forgotten because of this. No, correct. You know, any of the big stuff. Is it tw- I thought the 24 hours were in between the
0: death of his parents and getting to the Dursleys. I thought that was a missing 24 hours. Not. i previous think you're right to about that, actually. So we didn't see so the, it 24
5: hours. the 24 hours. So it's, been, it's in between the death of his parents and Hagrid showing up.
0: No, right. Hagrid bringing. No, we know that Hagrid got there because that's how he got this. Sco- like, we don't like it's just. Oh right,
5: Hagrid picking him up. Well, then, then the seems like hours then
0: because McGonagall. Because
6: the, yeah, McGonagall, everyone around the world is celebrating that morning when Vernon goes to work. Yeah, and then that's but then she- that evening is when Her- Hagrid shows up with Harry. Yeah, so that's she's the twenty-four hours. That. So that right. would have been Where when they would have written on
2: the blanket then, because there would have been that little ch- chunk of time <gasps> after the house gets destroyed <gasps> that's a good and morning. the blanket. No, but they had to do it before. No, no, no.
5: They run on the blanket before.
2: Yeah, they Why? had to because they had to ne-
5: because they all got there before. Who
0: did? They needed to catch. All right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay.
3: All right. Hmm. Okay. No, not that though. No. See all this time You know how they like they that. used oh, right.
2: magic to write on the blanket. Wouldn't the secret keeper spell have been triggered by all of them standing right outside the house? That's what I would Wouldn't Dumbledore have really? been like, wait a minute, why is there... Is it because they
5: know the secret already? Yeah, because they, the the, they
2: know They which house it is, having been there. That's true. It was They've been they in were, on
5: the, secret, they were in so, on the but, secret, so they don't break is the secret. Is there nothing
2: about the secret keeper spell that alerts the one who casts it that no. there's somebody nearby right on top of that? No, there, should no, be. No, so. the there should be. If the person who kept the no. secret tells the secret, that breaks it, right?
5: And he had it at that point, right? Because Voldemort was on the way. True. So technically the secret was broken
2: Yeah. at that point. No, that's true. That's true.
5: I just want to hang out with Scorpius all the time.
2: <laughs> and eat bread.
5: Did you guys get any feelings about the current election in this book?
3: I felt it all the way through. Yeah, tell us, tell us your thinking on that.
5: There's a lot there about not leading alone that nobody ever gets anything big done alone. And one of the things that we were talking about is that there, right after we got our second look back, our second alternate world, we kind of closed our books for a minute and we started talking. We said, well... Ron, in the regular world, is this mix of, like, that loyal, steadfast guy and the jokester. And when he doesn't have Hermione, he turns into just the loyal, steadfast guy. And when he um, doesn't have Harry, he turns into... He can't even hold his wand straight, you know? Then Hermione is... Aggressive and and strict, but she has a warmth and and uh, and a, a a fight to her. She becomes the aggressive and strict, but authoritarian and no fight, and then she becomes an all-out warrior when she doesn't have Harry. So like they like balance each other. So there's a whole lot in there about the people who are in power not being able to be do that alone. And I feel like there's a whole lot about the what J.K. Rowling or what these writers are saying about responsible governing styles and what... Works um, in the world, and then there's also Morning Myrtle, whose name is Myrtle Elizabeth Warren. But which already we knew apparently a year she ago. She said that
1: last year apparently, huh. like somebody asked her on Twitter, what is Morning Myrtle's full name? And I do so think we was back projecting a
5: little bit. No,
1: little. all of this would have been in there already. Yeah, but there was no the conventions.
5: Is what I'm saying. No, there's no actual reason to include Morning Myrtle's name. I think it was a real nod. Yeah. Fair enough. I think it's like I don't think it's the reason, but I think it does may have a lot of reflection on it, and it could have just been a little. It's just a little nod about like I don't know. I think philosophies if time, on responsible government.
2: She, it, she really kind of touches on, and this is not the first time she's done it, but just like the politics of fear, D- and the way right, using yeah. right. fear to influence people, and and when we really get into trouble in society, I think even in her magical world, is when ordinary good. People, sensible people, succumb to to fear, and to feel like it is compelling to hear a strong man come up and say, "This is all going to be fine. We're just going to brute force our way through. Don't worry about this threat and this threat and this threat and this threat, and keep focusing on that, and 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 think that the solution is just to." you know, hit them back harder. And I think Rufus Grimjar was a reaction to, you know, people's anger with with Fudge being so aloof and just the feeling of their wizarding world being like, we're tired of that government. They don't know what the hell they're doing. They're being ignorant to the thing that came up, which was Voldemort. So the reaction is... A scrimmage who's like, "The ministry is strong, and yeah. you know blah blah blah, and he 's just as a wartime clueless. All he was was just this big, strong, strong guy, and not what they needed at all. What they needed was like, you know they needed some collaboration, yeah. certainly, but they needed, you know, to use their brains to figure out what the actual problem was and not focus on that gut negative feeling that's scaring them.
1: And in this book, like, the challenge faced by the children who have never had to live under a great fear, yes. how do they react to that when it comes up for the first time, after Her- you had years of peace?
2: I really like that emphasis. It yeah. when Hermione said that she felt it was wonderful that at the past 22 years, these children have lived with relative, you know, un- unknowing anything but the minor, just, you know, minor bad things, conflicts. minor conflicts, yeah. So it's like, even though their childhood was filled with a baddie every year and the Dark Lord looming, it was their intent to make sure their children grew up knowing none of it. And then the consequence of that, of course, is that you forget what led to that piece and all of the sacrifices that were made to get to that point and all of the things that you were just kind of taught to watch out for you take for granted and then that's when they creep back up when you're not thinking about it. And so, you know, we celebrate progress all the time in our world and I think they were celebrating progress in, in their world, but, you know, it's more of a constant vigilance thing. If you get too high and excited about your progress and think, oh, it's great, you got your right and you got your right. Cheryl Hermione's has to go catch a plane. And Hermione's... Hi, her. Cheryl. Oh. Cheryl Klein, everybody. Cheryl. Good Cheryl. Oh. Thank you, Cheryl. Oh, i in the Wizarding World. I bet you the house elves are probably, you know, have a lot more rights too. Yeah. You know, think <gasps> Oh, you imagine what Hermione sister. did with Spew. Why wouldn't <gasps> right? she have done There's that? There's no update on you know? Spew. So and everything's peachy keen. Everybody's got their equal rights and every, everything. And then you think it'll never go back. We make, like, we we, we've, we've done it now.
5: Everything's I think, fine. I think we seriously cheered for a full minute when that happened. When that, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool.
3: When, jumping back to the very beginning, when you all first read. The rumors about Scorpius being the son of Voldemort. Did any of you buy it? Were you like no? Was it, no. Everybody it has was to be
5: wrong. That's a classic like... Yeah, I was just like, right because yeah. like they
3: can't introduce that at the beginning and like the big twist being not a surprise. And just his ca- like he was
0: he's, he just can't be like he just no way. could not have been. And yeah. just the mechanics like so he's not Draco's son. Right. Like, how, how is he going to continue Because, like, yeah, Draco's yeah. the male, and so, like... And
5: he looks like him, too. He does look
0: like him. Yeah. And so, like, to me, it was just, like... And that's... I liked that it seemed so ridiculous to me, because I kind of leaned with Harry when he was talking about how, like, you can't give in to rumors. They're just going to start talking about it more. I'm like, it's true. Just, it's it's clearly ridiculous. Yeah. And then I liked how Bane's prophecy made him think, like, maybe this is true. Mm. So, to me, it was a nice kind of, like...
3: Well, and and then also the the references to Harry's scar hurting, so maybe Voldemort is back in some. And way. all those weird dreams Harry's having, like that's something. Yeah, that's what weird. do we yeah. make yeah.
5: of Parseltongue and the scar hurting and all that stuff? Huh? Oh, we it talk about
0: that. It's his mind it's we weird. needed to heal, <laughs> not yeah. just his body.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. My, yeah but his yeah. scar
3: hurts when. A little
5: retrofit there. But, it's been twenty-two years. It was. Years. It was a little. Yeah,
3: It's a it little was kind scary of... though not huh? knowing what was it was scary though not knowing what was going to happen yeah I mean yeah. his scars hurting for the first time since Voldemort was there so I mean and that was keep, pretty
5: significant To keep hearing like he's coming back and like that yeah. like,
3: voice and then I will uh, the, one gripe I had while seeing it was so we saw part one on a Tuesday and then Part two was on a Thursday, and then so you oh. get to the cliffhanger at the end of part one, and it, where where Umbridge is like, it's Voldemort Day. I mean, she doesn't say it that it's choicely, Vol- but I bet. She does.
4: Confetti, <laughs> confetti. Yeah.
3: But, but obviously things had been screwed up so badly that it just didn't work as a cliffhanger to me because you knew everything was going to get fixed. So I was looking forward to like in between the two. Praise being like oh wow what's gonna happen next i can't believe this but i was like <sighs> so everything's gonna get fixed and nothing cool is gonna happen at the end except maybe scorpius and albus maybe please and then that'll be <laughs> it whereas here it's like you just turn the page and you don't have to wait and i uh, it's it's it was uh so it was that that was a very different experience um
5: there is just so much amazing Scorpius in this book.
3: And the he's guy who plays man. him, Anthony is he good? Something is so so good. Oh,
5: I'm so excited. When yeah. he says like I'm glad, um, he,
3: I'm glad it comes off in the script as well because
5: Oh god. She used to hate me, but did you see the look in her eyes when I asked? That wasn't hate, that was pity. And he's all excited about it. It's amazing. <laughs> it's I know it's not like for real relationships, yeah, you don't want there to be pity. But right. he's so adorable. Yeah. He's just super adorable.
3: Somebody pointed this out to me and I just noticed that, that there's a Flippendo spell. There
5: is a Flippendo spell. And isn't this yeah.
3: from the video games? Yeah, it's yeah. a video game oh,
6: spell. Yeah. Flippendo, <laughs>
5: Flippendo came from a document that they refer to as lateral fiction that mm. it comes from the wellspring of her. Like, it, There's uh-huh. like a... Like a basis of where any kind of person who's working on something besides J.K. Rowling can pull from and Flippendo is part of that kind I of see. like work. So it does ultimately come from J.K. Rowling, but all yeah. I can think of is a video going flippendo. Right, Flipendo.
0: exactly. Oh my God. What did that spell do the in the video? The first just flipendo.
2: And knock you back.
5: It just turned things upside down because you yeah, had like to like knock
2: rocks or were like blocks. So boxes. It, it flipped things. It was like using yeah,
5: yeah it's, a flip flipendo. Flipendo. it's kind yeah. of like your
6: it's kind of like your half-assed Wingardium Leviosa. It's yeah. like if you don't want to go all the way to levitating yeah. something, you just want yeah. to Might disturb it a little it.
2: bit. Like you're, you're really flipping just, with that spell. Flip it. Oh, there's I an mean, interesting question I want Andrew to answer here because people want to know how did the plane now? I have to go catch a plane fly away. Frankie. Bye, Frankie. Bye, Frankie.
6: Welcome to the podcast till
2: we drop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
6: buddy. <laughs> Who will be left? <laughs> how did
2: the bookshelves attack Delphi and Albus on stage? The bookshelves attack Delphi? In, in, in Hermione's office when they're trying to find the time turner. Do they? How did oh. the bookshelves attack But Delphi them?
3: wasn't there.
5: Oh, she's not there.
3: Oh, I'm thinking about the earlier scene when they're trying to solve the Remember riddle. Remember when the books were pulling them into the bookshelf? Oh, so hands come out. Okay. Yeah, and and that's the same thing with the riddle, too. Uh, when they were doing the riddle earlier in the scene, the hands come out, and they actually get sucked into the bookcase, which is really cool, and then they're in there for a minute, and then it kind of spits them out. Another cool thing was, uh, I guess, was it at the ministry, when they're coming down the fireplace? Um, there is an actual fire there, and they actually go through the fire, but the stage trick is that like there's a little safety thing. So when, when they're sliding down, they're closing the safety door, and then as soon as they go through it, the fire comes back up again. But it makes it look like they really are going through the fire, and it's, it's fun, because like, oh, all, really all cool. of them go through the fireplace one by one.
5: Can we talk for a second about Draco Chummin with the trio, the way all the fanfic yeah. always said he would, and then he says, I'm being bussed around by Hermione Granger, and I mildly and I like, like it. like it. <laughs> I love it. It's great. It's just it's such a, like a fan love letter, you know, these are things that we wanted to see happen or that we thought stood a chance at happening. Yeah. You know it was emotional. Lots of
2: nice shout outs to the fans. I particularly liked uh, uh when Albus suggested he be the one to uh tell whoever it was when they were back in time in Godric's Hollow what was going on and they're like no you're like the ultimate spoiler like you cannot (laughs) be talking to anybody like do you spoiler like I died at that that was hysterical you're the ultimate spoiler it's amazing (laughs) he absolutely is the ultimate spoiler 100% Yeah.
5: yeah a lot of nice nice little moments like that Yeah. It's wonderful. I can't wait to, like, read it again and yeah. just sit with it slowly and just hug it and pet it the way you should.
2: Andrew, people want to know if there's any differences between what you saw in the book, but you haven't finished reading this I yet.
3: haven't finished reading this yet, yeah. Um, but I haven't seen anything, and I asked actually I asked Cheryl about this earlier. Like, what version of the script is this? Was this from the very first preview nights, or was this a couple weeks later? Uh, but, yeah, no, I haven't noticed anything, anything different. Um, yeah but but reading this it's been better than I thought it would be like reading it in script format yeah. I was expecting like a traditional movie script which kind of like has everything centered and mm-hmm. it just it's not a very good user friendly experience yeah. whereas this is great and now I'm excited for the Fantastic B script book
2: when that comes well, out yeah, later this right. year yeah, yeah this laid out really movie? nice and with a nice little yeah. in- narration in between I didn't think we'd get any narration so that's fantastic well,
5: Scorpius also questions the whole logic of Prophecies, which is Mm -hmm. another big fan thing. Mm. Scorpius is just all of us.
2: No one questions the logic of time turners, though. No. Another well, question like people wanted, what do we of think of the differences between Prisoner of Azkaban time-turning and this time-turning?
6: Well, you would have to turn it 199,270 times to go really? back. I did the math, yeah. Oh. yeah. If it were
2: an, oh. an hourly oh. thing, I
6: don't know. Andrew, how does that so actually... So we got a, a
2: different place? device. Because it's a
6: special time turner, Uber time Yeah, it's
3: noted in here that there's one that, that can go further back, I think. Yeah. Um, so that explains it. But then also, it just kind of reads a little fanfic sheet. Fictiony that you were going to use a time turner to go back and save somebody because then there's the whole, you know, well, well, why hasn't this happened with Harry's parents or, you know, kill Voldemort or, sure. or Tom
2: Riddle? Or well, I think that the thing that was weird was that in Azkaban it seemed like they went back in time but they didn't really change anything as much as they just thought that they did they just
5: completed and that the same thing
2: happened regardless but this was very much like oh no no you can really screw it up and it could be irreparable if you're lazy but they do
5: in the end now it's officially canon that hanging out in the church while this happened was an adult Harry and his son that's crazy yeah cool I just had a realization I'm sorry yeah go ahead Uh, so we've been talking about who the cursed child is Some say it is Delphi. Mm -hmm. Some say it is Albus. But I think it's purposefully all of them, because there's a line here about Draco. A story was frail, a blood malediction, a serious one, an ancestor was cursed. It showed up in her. So is Scorpius. They're all cursed children.
2: Right. There's lots of cursed children. Cedric Diggory ends up a cursed child, after all. You know, we could be going all the way back to talking about Riddle if you wanted to. Harry's a cursed
5: child with a scar on his head.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I think think with the previous book titles, you could read them literally, whereas this one definitely has multiple meanings. At at least Albus and Delphi, Scorpius... Tom mm-hmm. Although, like, you can't really say Harry because then it's like Harry Potter and the Harry Potter yeah. doesn't work as well.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point.
5: How about Ginny when she sees Harry turn into the man who violated
2: her for a year? To Voldemort, yeah, That's she couldn't even look at him. How about Ginny? Overall, a lot of people thought there was a chance that they they got divorced at some point. They were worried no. their marriage wouldn't make it. You but were one of those people. You I was up on podcast. And their their relationship, I I like it. You Me know, too. it's like she has a real, you know, gentle but firm hand with him. She knows him very well. She's she's not like going to antagonize him or get upset for him handling the situation with Elvis the way he did. She's very understanding she knows that he'll come around and apologize when he understands exactly what's going on and, and he sees the two of their relationship as something that they both need to work on and she just impressed me. She was very you know, wise in, in dealing with them and I don't know if that is in part because she had all those brothers and watched how they all got along and didn't get along sometimes or, or what but you know Ginny often doesn't get a whole lot of credit. Um, In the previous books So uh, you know I'm glad that she was Really much Really in control In her own quiet way In this book
3: Yeah She was But I think a lot of people Were hoping that Ginny would have had A larger role After Kind of Not Not being adapted well From the movies Mm -hmm. She was great She was good in the books The movies Blah Ryan. so people thought maybe this would be a good chance for her to kind of jump back into it and she did
2: go back at least when she was like you're not going without me there's yeah. no way in hell I'm letting you guys go back in time without me this time yeah
3: yeah, yeah. So, that was good yeah.
5: Harry does a very good Voldemort And I know yeah. we expected yep. him to but like <laughs> there are certain similarities in your face though you haven't inherited the best of her I mean it gets worse as the transfigurations start going a little wonky but, ooh, so you yeah. haven't inherited the best of her
2: Did't he say something like uh you know when he sees delphi he's like it says well like, he says that she's like pretty or something right like like he probably would have dated her if it, like he wasn't she wasn't his own daughter or something, or am I thinking of somebody else I remember Donald I could Trump be thinking of somebody else
5: Donald
1: Trump I, don't I don't know like we're not that. getting
2: political today. <laughs> What else do we got? And also
5: Albus like saves them. Albus unlocks the door. Right, oh, yeah, he
2: was the smallest one to get through the tried to
5: stop him, but he could, she couldn't. He's, He's like, went, no, it's, i yeah. got to do it, it's
2: that's, me. Yeah. How about so how much they're going to bond as a family, watching Harry's parents get killed in front of all of them, and holding hands, yeah. right. and Elvis on one side, and Ginny on the other side, and they're supporting Harry at that point. They're lifting him up, because yeah. he has to live this moment that he has only dreamt about, yeah. that... His, his own parents getting killed in front of him and knowing there's nothing he can do and Albus at the beginning of this thinks I'm going to go back in time and help Amos old man Diggory and Harry's like nope you can't go back and do stuff and there they are with the ability to change it if they wanted to yeah. and right before that scene Harry's literally talking about how you know, haven't enough people died for the boy who lived, and what if there was an easy way just to fix all of this? And you almost worried for a minute he was going to interfere and wipe out all of it. Yeah. And just, you know, thinking that maybe it's the best, it's for the best if I never existed. Yeah. Which is so crazy then to see them standing there, you know, confident and... Going through It's all a really that.
3: moving part on the stage too, because you are watching Harry watching that awful uh, unfold. Yeah, and they're just all and they are actually on stage staring into the audience, so like they're looking right at you, and it's kind of happening in the back of the theater. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a that's a tough scene. I thought it was kind of interesting because I don't think we knew this beforehand that Triwizard tournaments were no longer held after Goblet of Fire.
2: I think yeah. it may have been assumed well, right. but that,
6: that had been the first one in have several hundred years, because thousand years. The yeah, yeah these are death.
2: terrible ideas. Let's not. Do yeah, this. let's They're so just terrible. stop doing They're it. Terrible. So
5: I just was flipping around, and there's this scene where Delphi talks to Scorpius about how much Albus needs him, and I found this really weird. Why does Delphi care? I didn't have a best friend when I was your age. I wanted one desperately. When I was younger, I even invented one. But and there's an interruption, which is a classic J.K. Rowling like. Some, she was about to say something very important. she
2: needs to push this along because yeah. Harry is trying to separate them if they don 't work together they don 't continue well, the mission that she wants them to do yeah she 's just manipulating them by getting yeah, them I back guess together so. again, but
3: also she ships them
2: but it also, like, she also, she also ships ship them, them. actually ship yeah, yeah. But it
5: also comes so. right before right before. Uh, Harry and Draco have this conversation about I envied them you know Weasley and Granger I had Crabbe and Goyle two lunks who wouldn't know one end of a broomstick for another you the three of you you shone you know you liked each other you had fun I envied those I envied you those friendships more than anything else that was um, and then Ginny says I envied them too and it's like really interesting how Delphi was trying to say like this is an important friendship and then here you are Draco Draco is saying
2: I think it's coming from a genuine place too because they even said that's that's what puts these people down this path is that loneliness. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's an honest but a manipulative thing to do.
5: Yeah, and it's Draco who like puts Harry in his place what he just did. Harry gets all straconian Harry gets draconian. Eh, Harry gets go. draconian and really looks like locks him down. And it's like that classic hyperbole of the really bad father move, you know. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I also found it funny, like we were speaking about learning from mistakes. Like Hermione, you should have made it harder to get get access to this stuff. They put Delphi in Azkaban. Right, <laughs> where her mother broke out of and That's there were numerous true. breakouts before I love so. Ron's line so, where it's
2: like no, we learned we don't do any killing here we yeah. learned that one Yeah, but supposedly
5: hit. they reformed it and there were no more dementors there anymore ever since yeah. the end of the war so maybe it's a more humane yeah, maybe. Hermione
2: being the minister, who knows what their prison's like, I'm sure it's very much like a way to reform people and to help them become members of society
3: they should call her the Ministress of Magic I agree the ministress. They should. It says in the book minister, but I was I thought ministress.
5: Equality, man. Minister for magic. Minister, okay. yeah. <laughs> minister for magic. Alright, we are almost done. We're going to have the closing of Geeky on here in a second. I hear the pep band coming at us. Yep. Uh, and any final thoughts about the book and the experience of reading it before we wrap up?
3: I think it was a fun read. I think it's exciting to get everybody. I mean, just the fact that we could have a midnight release party again and that people really wanted to go to them,
2: I think, is amazing. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Well, lots more to talk about, I'm sure. And I know you guys still have some reading to do. So if you want to hear us talk about it some more, obviously, we still do this every once in a while online. These guys a little bit more often than us. But we're trying to get back into it. So you know how to find us. But you.